Okotov Shavuatov, today's daf is daf Yud Gimel in Yavamas. We learned for a four Shlema today for Shlomo ben Rachel, Yosef Azriel ben Chaimichal, and Elizabeth ben Ruma, and for Nomi Rivka Bas Dina Shoshana, who's undergoing surgery as we speak. Today's daf, we start from daf Yud Gimel, five lines from the top of the page. Kate said, and we said in the Mishnah, we're going back to talk about the first Mishnah, the last Mishnah we learned. First Mishnah said that, how do they potter their tsaras? Well, <clears throat> if there's an erva, one of the 15, let's say, again, our classic case where Ruvain is the brother that died and he was married to Shimon's daughter, let's say, his brother Shimon. <clears throat> and uh, Reuben had another wife too. So not only does, cannot Shimon marry his own daughter, that's uh, his, brother's, uh, his brother's wife, he can't marry the tsara either because it says litzror. But for the special, it doesn't say less lot sur, it says litzror. We learn out even the tsaras of the tsaras. For example, that tsara, uh, Reuven was married to Shimon's daughter, Leah. And uh, not only can't Shimon marry his own daughter, but he can't marry the tsara, the co-wife of Leah, who's married to Reuven. And he could marry, she could marry Levi, right? Uh, they can marry Levi. If that tsara goes and marries Levi and Levi dies with no children, so the same thing, it goes on and on and on. The Isra continues on and on, and Shimon cannot marry any of them. Okay, the survivor can't marry any of them, even if he, she, the Tsara marries Levi, and the Tsara, Tsara marries Yehuda, etc. It goes on and on and on. They could marry, again, the ever herself, the daughter could marry one of the other brothers, right? Just can't marry Shimon because it's his own daughter. But the Tsara cannot marry, once the Tsara becomes Usr uh, for Yibum, so that Tsara makes the other tsaras also that she uh, that she becomes tsaras with uh, also to make even also. There's no even or chalitzim. And I mean, where do you get this from? We had back this on Yaman days. The lotion of Litzror, not Litzror, tells me, Torah rips at tsaras harbe. Litzror, tsror, the double lotion, double reish there, tells you that many tsaras, meaning and they go on and on and on. Once there's an iser for, uh, for uh, Shimon's daughter to marry Shimon, obviously, uh, and there's a, that Isra uh, uh, extends also to the Tzara, right? Leah's co-wife. And that Tzara goes and marries Yehuda or Yisach or some other brother, which she's allowed to do. There's no Isra before even there. If, if um, she marries for even to reform there, if there's only Reuben and Shimon, that's it. Then they go out and they marry anybody they want. But if there were other brothers, they could marry the other brothers. But the, the, the Isra on Shimon stays from the Tzara and the Tzara, Tzara, and so on and so forth. Ravashi Yomar, Tzara, 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 my time, Asura. What's the reason why the Tzara cannot marry? To the Mokum Erva Kaima. Listen carefully, because she's like the Erva. Tzara, Tzara, not Mokum Erva Kaima. Two ways to learn this, according to the Bishonim. One is that just like Shimon can't marry his own daughter, the Erva, the Tzara of her becomes like the Erva herself. She's like the Bito also. Tzara, not Mokum Erva, just like the, that's like the Erva. Again, the Malkam Erva Kaima, the Tsar is like the Erva. The Tsar Tsar also stands, comes like the Erva. In other words, it's somehow the Torah extends the Isra of the Erva, the daughter, to the Tsara and to the Tsar Tsar and so on and so forth. Rashi throughout the whole parak seems to say that this the Svar is a little bit different. It means to say this: once the Torah uh, says that you're putter from Yibum, because we learn out from Latsur, Litzror. That not only does the daughter not perform Yibam, obviously she can't marry her father, but the Tzara is also also. Once there's no mitzvah, then uh, then once there's no mitzvah to make Yibam, then it's like 
It's like your brother's wife. Your brother's wife, you're not allowed to marry, except in the case of Yibam. If your brother had children, then there's nothing much then it says that's what we mean over here. The Tsaras Erva is a surah. And when is that only in the case of Yibam, as we've learned many times, we're going to see in this Mishnah later on today. Then when it's not a Yibam, if she's a co-wife of somebody where it's not Yibam, if your mother's married to Jim, right? Your mother's remarried to Jim, and Jim is uh is got a co-wife. And Jim dies, you can marry the mother's co-wife because it's not a case of even. The only time we uh, we forbade the tsara is only in the case of even, as we saw Aleha Aleha. Kate said a mesu. Now we said, okay, that's all fine. The 15 cases where you don't perform Yibam, and it's also forbids on the tsara, is only where if at the time your brother died, Ruven, remember we're always using Ruven as the older brother, the one who was married and died with no children. When Ruven died, at the time that he died. Uh, he he had this he had this uh, this erva Shimon's let's say daughter or Shimon's sister-in-law married him at the time. However, let's say he divorced her before, and now let's say he divorced. Let's say Reuben was married to Shimon's wife. Reuben and Shimon are brothers. Reuben and, Shimon, and Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter, right? And he's got a co-wife. And what do we say? What's the basic idea of the Mishnah? If Reuben dies, not only does Shimon not marry his own daughter, but he doesn't marry the co-wife. Let's say Shim, Let's say Reuben divorced. The daughter before Reuben divorced Shimon's daughter before he died. Then, when he died, who was his wife? Only the Tsara, right? He, then the Yibam would be performed. That's what we said. Kate said in Mesu, the end of the mission. Oh, you might think. Uh, I'll tell you why. You might think that once they they were co-wives at one point together with they're the Erba, they may always tie together. That's what you may think. And so we're going to see a Sfara like that too. The Gemara is going to say that. So he said, Kate said in Mesu, if let's say. If let's say uh, the daughter, Reuben's uh, wife, the daughter of Shimon died before, before Reuben died or divorced her. So we said, the Mishnah said, or if there was a katana, which is only Kedushan Drabbanan, and she walked away, you know, she, she refused the marriage before the age of 12 on Iskarshu, Oshim Sa'ilonis, or turned out they were an Alice, they, they turned out to be an Alice. what we saw the other day was a Mekhtos. And therefore, it was, she was never really married to Reuben in the first place. So at the time that Reuben died, he didn't have any other wives. He only had the tsara, then the tsara's mutter. And he goes to give the example. What does it mean to say? Even if Reuben was married to both the daughter of Shimon and, and the... And the um, uh, and the tsara at the same time, and he only divorced her subsequently, even if they shared a household together. They shared uh, Reuben's uh, house together at the same time. That's what it sounds like. If Reuben was married to both Shimon's daughter and another wife, and Reuben's daughter died or, he divor or she divorced, uh, he divorced her or whatever, then you would perform even on the tsara. Shimon would perform even tsara. Mashma, even if, even if they, they were co-wives at the same time, for a minute, we'll see a little bit differently like that. Where does it work? He says, Gimalach and Shnai. There were two, three brothers, Reuben, Shem, and Levi. Shnai, Menasu, and Bezachachachus. Two of them were married to Leah and Rachel, right? Reuben and Shem were married to two sisters, Leah and Rachel. And one was married to an, to an unrelated woman. Nachris means the Jewish woman, doesn't mean a shiks, it means unrelated. Okay, we'll see. The Gemara's, this is a case in, in the third parak, but. You really don't have to have three brothers over here, but the, the case is listed that way. So let's say Ruvain divorced his wife Leah. 
right? You have two brothers, Le- Reuben, Shimon, three brothers, Reuben, Shimon, Levi. Reuben, Shimon are married to Leah and Rachel, respectively. And Levi's married to uh, Nachris, called, you know, unrelated. Now, <clears throat> Reuben divorced his wife, who was his wife, Leah, who was Rachel's sister. Okay, he says, Girish Efni Balachayas, Ishto, divorced her. Umeis Hanasi Nachris, and now Levi died. Levi died. Now Levi died. He's married to an unrelated woman. She can form Eve. Okay. And now Reuben married her. Reuben married her. Okay. So who's Reuben married to now? Only a woman who's unrelated to Rachel. He was first married to Leah, Rachel's sister, but he divorced her. So at the time that he married the one who's unrelated to them, you know, an unrelated woman, he wasn't married anymore to Leah. That's the case here. And now he died. Now Reuven died. Would Shimon perform mace? Zui Shaman, this is a case where Shimon would perform Yibam on who? On the Nachris, because he's unrelated to his wife, Rachel. Mace, Zui Shamrush in Mace on his gosh, it's so same with Taras. Oh, but it's Mashm over here. Why is it work? Because <laughs> Reuven had divorced Leah, his co-wife, the co-wife, I mean, they, they, he, they weren't, co- there was no co-wives here. There was no two women married to the same guy at the same time. Reuben divorced her first. Then he married, now you don't really have to say this case. You might say, what do we need three brothers for in three cases? Why don't you just have two brothers were married to two women, right? And uh, uh, he divorced, there were two sisters and he divorced his sister, divorced his wife and he married another woman then. You could have that. The Gemara is going to say later on why he, why he gave it in this case to teach you like a mandomer. It's going to be machlok later on. Yeh sika, This is like going on sika. Okay, fine. So this is all. Uh, it, it, that's why you have the, the case here. But the idea is the same. It's mashma over here. It only works time of the girish vachkas. Why does it work? Why would Shimon perform yibam on the nachos? Because he, 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 Reuben was never married to Shimon's sister, uh, to Shimon's wife's sister, and to this nachos at the same time. He first divorced Leah, and then he was married to her. But let's say he married the other one first, meaning they were co-wives, that he was married to an unrelated woman and to Leah at the same time, same time, who was Rachel's sister, married to Shimon, and he divorced Leah now. Then it wouldn't work. If he was married to her first, and then he divorced Leah, lo, you wouldn't say that Shimon, for, and, and then Reuben dies, you wouldn't say that Shimon marries Leah uh, wouldn't marry the, the, the Nachris, wouldn't marry um, Ruvain's last wife, last wife, let's call her. You wouldn't say that. It wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't say that because um, this last wife um, was the Nachris, shared a household with, with Leah. In other words, if Leah and Rachel were sisters, married to Reuben and Shimon, and Reuben was married to another woman at the same time, a stranger, a Nachris, and he divorced now Leah, so he's no longer married to Rachel's sister. But still, you would say that the Nachris would not have even when, when Ruben dies, or not, because it's because they shared a household together. Amr of Yerbiya Tavra, it's taka broken. It's a it's a kasha. Rash says kasha nadari. It's taka. These two things don't jive. These two guys don't wife. Mishishanazu lo shanazu. In other words, our Mishnah holds haitana. Our Mishnah holds sabar misa mapelis. This is the key. What makes the yibam? What makes it you look at when he dies, when Ruvain dies? When Ruvain dies, who was he married to? Only the Nachris. We don't care that he was married once to Leah, Rachel's sister, at the same time as this. We look at the time that he died. That's what counts. 
What the, at the time that he died, that's what makes Yibam. Misa, the death is what is what makes her fall. And at that point, there's only the Nachris there. He's not married to Leah at the time. And, and therefore, it makes no difference if Reuben was married to the Nachris and to Leah at the same time. Of course, he divorced Leah before he died. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the case, right? That's what he's saying. In Mesa, if she died, then he would marry the Tzara, in this case, the Nachris. So our Mishnah holds, the Misa is the key. That's what counts. That that's what that counts. In other words, like Rashi says, the Masnis, the Hantana Masnis, and Savar the Misa, Sabal Mapels, Nashon of Hilkach, Phil Kassel, Besof Girish, Kiva the Bishas Misa, Lav Tsara Sabasi, Shari, since at the time of the uh, time of death, he was not a Tsara, she was not the, a Tsara of, of an Erva. Rashi gives the example of a daughter, but could also be, in the case over there, was a, a sister, a sister in law. Either way, Shimon cannot marry his sister in law, he can't marry his daughter whatever it was, but the key is at the time that Reuven died, Reuven was no longer married to a relative, to a relative. In other words, to Shimon's relative, neither his sister-in-law nor his daughter, whichever case you give. So, so, the high time of that price that we just said before, that what, that it only works if Reuven divorced his sister-in-law, his wife's before sister, he married, before yeah. he married the second one. The high time of sovereign, you look at this, this answers your point, Avram, that, that, it's the first marriage. If he was married to both of them at the same time, that's how you look at it. Obviously, it's not, you know, there's no Yibam until he actually dies with no children. But but the the first of this is Zudam Zu, Rashi says, Oh no, that's the going next page. But Tana, the price, the previous Rashi. The Tana of the of Tana Basra or the Tana of the Brisa Sover, the sooner Shamsha Isha Nasa Labalam, Mapilam Osalibam, Hilkaf Mishanasa Saraseva, once she's at Saraseva Shah as a Suralamas. In other words, once the Kawait Nachris shared a household with with the Erva, either the sister, either the wife's sister, either Shimon's wife's sister or Shimon's daughter, either way, that makes her a tsar of an erva. That's what the Rabbi says. Rabbi says, yeah. Is there? It's how it's how there. She's a tsar of an erva. No, there's a potential there. We don't know if Reuben's going to die. If they're going to have children first, we don't know that, right? But as soon as as soon as she became a tsar of an erva, there's the potential there. When 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 a man has a brother who has a wife and they have any children yet, there's a potential even there, right? If he dies with no children, so here, but the potential is what is what causes the erva. Rav over lolam chadatan knows really artana. He says our case in our Mishnah, meaning if Ruvain, uh, if if um, if Ruvain divorced his wife's sister Leah, if, if Ruvain divorced Leah, uh, even after after he has a co-wife after his nachris, in that case there would be even on the tsara because at the time Ruvain died, there's nothing, and certainly the case where Ruvain only married the nachris after he divorced. Leah, yeah, that's what he means to say. The Bryce is telling me that for sure case, and as I, it could be it's all one Tana. Our, but the idea is that our, our Tana holds that even if they were co-wives at the same time, Ruvain's uh, brother Shimon's married to Rachel, and Ruben's married to Leah, or right that that ever that way, or Ruben's married to Shimon's daughter makes no difference, right? But uh, and he's also married to another woman. As long as when Ruvain dies, he's no longer married to the erva of Shimon. It's not his wife's sister, it's not his daughter, whatever. It's okay. And there would be even Shimon would have even on the tsar. You'd have to do even more chalitza as long as there. But certainly in the case 
where Reuben only married the Nachris after he got rid of, after he divorced the Erev of Shimon, Shimon's daughter, Shimon's sister. Certainly that case there too. Now what happens, what is Mian? Mian is when you have a marriage drop on it of a young girl whose father didn't marry her off to this guy or whose father married her off once before. So it's, it's called the Yisam B'chai In any case, she's not married Midal Raisa. She can walk away from that wedding to left off. So what happens if, let's take our first case, the standard case. Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter, but Shimon's daughter is eight years old, right? And uh, Shimon is out of the picture because uh, he had married her off once before, whatever. She's married, only drop on him. She could walk away, but she hasn't walked away. So Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter, an eight-year-old, and he's also got a regular 20-year-old wife, right? So what happens there? So at the end of the Mishnah said, the Mishnah said, the daughter, Shimon's daughter, who's eight years old, could make me in, but she didn't. So also you do chalitza, not even. The Gemara explains, but to in hashta, but to siabim, what's the problem? Miyun annuls the wedding. This is a case of annulment. You can have an annulment in a wedding, in a Jewish wedding, in one of two ways. Either this child, who's not really married, met a raisa, walks away. That makes the marriage annulled. Or in the case where the Chacham took away the Kedushim of Afreya, remember to avoid a mom's, in many cases we have shas, the Chacham said that this Bia was a was nus and the Chacham annulled it, all right? Unfortunately, we don't have that much power today to do that, to make it to annul the wedding. Some have done. Some have done. When, when, when it wasn't consummated and it was annulled or something like that, there's the cases. Yeah, and, was crazy and, and they annulled they it. They, they, because they, because they said it was a Kedusha Taz, who was never a Kedusha. So you could have annulment today also. Weird, weird case. So, cool. so let's say you could. So Mars says, yeah, you do Chalitza. You do Chalitza on the Tzorah. Why? But tomorrow Ashtra, let the, let this daughter, Reuben's married to Shimon's eight-year-old daughter who's a condition of Rabbanon. Let her make me right now on, on her father. And then the Tzara can make Yibim. Because since Mion annuls the wedding, turns out the Rumu was never married to her. He was only married to the Tzara. And then you can have Yibim. We're going to have later on. We mentioned yesterday about Maimer. Maimer is a Kedusha Rabbanon. By Yibim, there is no Kedushan. You just, he just marries her, consummates it, and that's it. He said he can do it forcefully, but the rabbi said it's not the way to do things. Give her a ring, you know, make a make a dushin rabban. That's mimer. Now, when you do mimer on a yibo, on a yavama, and then let's say he decides not to marry her, not only do you need chalitz, but you need a get for the mimer. So over here also, Ravoshia says mian also only works for mimer. Mian doesn't work over here. It only works on mimer. It works. Because since it's a Kedusha Mimer is a Drabbanan and Nian is a Drabbanan on a, on, a, on a young girl. So Mimer, Nian works for Mimer, but it doesn't work for Zika. So Kharit's approved to what Ravoshi says, because otherwise, why don't you say in this case, where again, Ruben's married to Shimon's eight year old daughter and he's got a 20 year old wife also. So you say over here, so give Chalitza to the, to the 20, to the 20 year old, because it's only Kedusha Rabbanan, it's not really married. So get, again, when do we do Chalitza with no Yibam? Only when it's a suffix. Or the rabbi said to avoid the problem. But Minatora, But over here, technically you could do even, but he said, do chalitza. Why not do it straight out? Why not tell the young girl, the eight-year-old, to make miun on her father or on the sister or whatever, whatever, whoever Shimon is related. Let's say Shimon's her daughter, make miun there. But why don't you make miun? And then Shimon can perform regular yibim on the 20-year-old wife of his brother Ruben. So look. It's different over here. It's different over here. Me and a babal We said, listen, if she makes me and on her on her husband, an eight-year-old girl makes me and on her husband, she can marry his father. 
even though we say you're not supposed to marry a man should not marry a noose uh, a noose of a no uh, let's say according to Rabbi, according to beauty you can't but according to Rabbanan, you could right the son of Rabbi me and a babal you can marry the father Mina, but in the Yava Masur Lavi camp, what's the difference? If she makes me in on her husband, Kedush Rabbanan, who she's lived with, she's lived with the husband, she can marry his father. Why? Because Mina knows the wedding, right? But if you make me in on the Yavam, who she hasn't consummated with, he just, she's just a Shemar Siyam waiting for Yibam, you shouldn't marry the father. Why? He says, Rabbi says, Why? Because from the time that she fell Yibam, it's like his daughter in law. In other words, it looks like it's his daughter-in-law. Because just like in that case, in a case where there's no Yibam, if she makes Yibam on her, hus- on her husband, if she makes a Mian on her husband, this eight-year-old, she walks away, she can marry his father. How could that be? And that's right. That's okay. Because not according to Buddha. But uh, but if she made if she made Mion on the Yavam, then she shouldn't marry his father. Why? The you'd say the other way around. In the case of the first one, she was actually married to the guy, right? He is living with her. In the case of the not, you know why? Because it looks like as soon as she fell Yibam, it looks like the guy's daughter-in-law. And it doesn't It looks like the tsara of the daughter, meaning when this lady, what happened? Ruven died, he was married to an eight-year-old daughter of Shimon. And he was also married to the 20-year-old. But as soon as Ruben died, the 20-year-old appears to be the tzara of the daughter. And therefore, it doesn't look good. So the rabbis forbade that all. So that's why we say over here that if she could make me in, but she didn't make me in, you don't marry her, right? Because it looks like tzara spito. And therefore, the rabbi said, just do chalitza. Even though technically, menat Torah, she's not married. And in the other to... case, it doesn't look like tzara spito? No, no, that's a, which case? No, it doesn't look like tzara spito because Sara is only a case of Yibam. When there's no Yibam, there's no, it doesn't, there's no Tsara. Like we understand, there's no Tsara's own, the word Tsara means a co-wife, but it only has a effectiveness in a case of, of, uh, of Yibam. Otherwise it doesn't look that way, you understand? Because there she's just married to the guy, she's married to this guy, she's eight years old, she walks away, she can marry his father. But in the case where her husband died, and now she falls Yibam, it looks like Tsaras Pito, and therefore you shouldn't do it. What's the gimel? You'll come to be matur tsarasabas in general. Because if you're matur, this girl, this eight-year-old girl, to make me on the oven, and then the oven could marry that 20-year-old. You'll come to be matzah the tsaras habas in a regular case where they're both twenty year olds and they're both married to her, but one they're both married to Ruvain, but one is Shimon's daughter and one is a regular nachris, and you'll be matzah to marry the nachris in that case. So that's the, and this leads us into the next case. In other words, it's only it's only tsaras pito in a case of yibum. Here is the next mission which we talked about several times already. Sheish arayis chamurus mel. There's six arayis which are more stringent than the other fifteen. Because in the other 15 cases, in all cases, the girl could be married to Shimon's brother. What happened? Ruben died after he was married to Shimon's relative, right? How was she Shimon's relative? She was Shimon's daughter. She was Shimon's wife's sister, right? All the cases we had, she was, right? She was Shimon's mother-in-law, right? You can marry your brother's mother-in-law. You don't want to do that. But you could marry your brother's mother-in-law, right? In all those 15 cases, 
Reuben could be married to Shimon's relative. Reuben can marry Shimon's daughter. He can marry Shimon's wife's sister. He can marry Shimon's mother-in-law. Right? In all those cases, he could do it. However, these six, Shimon, Reuben can't be married to them. They can never, Reuben can never marry Shimon's relative in this case, for example. And therefore, and therefore it's Sarah, same with Taurus. And therefore, the Tsar's mutter, because Sarah only has effect. Of course, Sarah means co-wife. You could always have co-wives. The Parsim have co-wives today. But I'm talking about uh, the co-wife, the Isser, the, that it comes from an Isser, is only an Afkamina, but Yibam. What are, what are the six examples? Emo, your mother. What do you mean, mother? Man can't marry his own mother. He's married to Shimon's mother. Now, we said before, how could he be married to Shimon's mother? Isn't Shimon's mother his father's wife? The answer it's not his mother for sure. But how can he be married to Shimon's mother? In other words, how can Reuben marry Shimon, Shimon's mother? How can how can Reuben marry Shimon's mother? The answer is not always. She's his mother. The mother means that she's the cha cha. The answer is how is Reuben married to Shimon's mother? Isn't that his father's wife? Isn't that his father's wife? Anusa. 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 What did you say? Anusa? Yes. Oh, so you said it's not, oh, Anusa. I think you said Arusa. Okay, right. Anusa. In other words, in other words, we're going like what? Like the Shita of Rabbi Yehuda, right? We said before, we talked about can you marry Anusa Sava or not? Can you marry Anusa Sava or not? So we said the Mishnah, <coughs> the Mishnah is speaking about. We said before this proves that the mission is Rabbiuda because it's also for him to marry. In other words, if it would be Mary, if it would be Mutter to marry Anusas Aviv, right? Anusas Aviv, Shimon's mother. It's not his, it's not for sure not Ruben's, Ruben's mother, right? Right? Is it Ruben's mother or not? So we'll see. So Simutars Emo Baeshis Aviv. If it's <laughs> meaning the the relative of Shimon would be Shimon's mother, but how could Ruben marry Shimon's mother? He can't marry Shimon's mother if it's his father's wife. You can never marry your father's wife forever and ever, right? So the answer is we're speaking about where it's not, it's not his, uh, it's not his father's wife, but it's his father's Anusa, right? And you say Shimon's mother, but Shimon's Anusa. Okay, fine. So, uh, so same with ours. Emo, his mother, and so it would be Shimon's mother. Beishasavif, and Beishasavif. That for sure not. You can't marry. Uh, Reuben can never be married to. Uh, to uh, Shimon's uh, father's wife, because Reuben and Shimon are brothers from the father, and if he was his father's wife, not only can Shimon not marry her, but Reuben can't marry her, right? So in those cases, Emo, the Achos of it, and his father's sister, Achos of his own sister, from Shimon, Reuben cannot marry Shimon's sister, if it's Shimon's sister from his father's side, because it's also Reuben's sisters from his father's side. Or his, his father's his father's, um, or his uncle, uh, his aunt, rather, his aunt, the wife of his father's brother, that would be his aunt, and his his own brother from his father's side who had children. If there were children, normally, so in this case, it would be, uh, so in these six cases, in these six cases, it can never be that Ruvain is married, is Ruvain is married to them. Now, we said, remember, we mentioned parenthetically that this mission must go like Rabbi Yehuda. Why? Because according to who says you can't marry a Musasavit, because according to the Rabbanan, you could marry a Musasavit. So if Shimon was born out of wedlock to his father, right, from this lady, Reuben could marry her. So they wouldn't, this would not be a case of 
there wouldn't be even there could be even over here because Ruvain could this could be a case where meaning where Ruvain is married. We're talking about six cases where Ruvain cannot marry these women. And therefore, there's no case of Yibim. There's no case of Reuben dying and these women, quote, falling Yibim to him because Reuben cannot marry. Reuben cannot marry his father's wife. Reuben cannot marry his father's sister. He cannot marry his own sister from his father's side. But it says where he can't marry his the mother. Why not? According to the Rabbanan, you could marry Anusus of, like you said, Anusus of him. You could marry her. So why is it listed as the case where you can't marry her? Why is it listed that Reuben cannot be married to Shimon's mother? How could you say Reuben came out of Reuben could marry Shimon's mother. If Shimon, if Shimon, if Shimon was born out of wedlock, Reuben's father and Shimon's father married, uh, lived with this woman and had the child Shimon. And according to the Rabbanan Yukus, the answer is going like Rabbi Yehuda says, you cannot marry Anusus of Beishamai, okay, so that's the first part of the mission. Then the other part of the mission is like it. Beishamai doesn't hold the whole business of Tzoros. Matir and Tzoros la'achem. Listen carefully. They say that uh, the whole thing is, is, is okay. Again, what's our standard case? Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter, his brother, Shimon's daughter. And Reuben has another wife, Nachris, Sarah, whatever you want to call her. And Reuben dies with no children. So obviously Shimon can't marry his own daughter, right? That's that's an uh, ain, essay of Yivam Dochelosa Shiesh Bokaris. He can't marry his own daughter. Could he marry the Tzara? We said, no, you don't marry the Tzara. He's just putter. Shimon says, no, no, you do. You marry the Tzara. There is even there. Now we got a problem with that. Basil also, Basil said it's also like we've learned until now. Now, according to Beishamai, that you do perform even on the Tzara in that case. So Chaltzu, if you gave a Chalitza, Beishamai posmakul, you can make Chalitza. As we said, Chalitza is, a, is also to a coin, just like a Grusha. Grusha is Menatara, Chalitza is Menatarabonim. So Beishamai said, Chalitza, yeah, it's a proper Chalitza, and she couldn't marry a coin. Well, Beishamai said, Machshirin. Beishamai said, Chalitza doesn't mean anything. When they, remember, the Bodhans say there's no. When they, when they potter from Yibim, that means there's no chalitza either. It's a shlav makam mitzvah. So if let's say, let's take a simple case. Ruben's married to some girl and he has five children and he dies with no children. And he's got a brother Shimon, never been married. And Shimon gives chalitza to Ruben's wife. Does it mean anything? According to the, according to the Chacham, according to Basilo? No, it's meaningless because there's no Yibim over there. So the chalitz is meaningless. It doesn't prohibit her from going. That's what it means. Basil machshirin. She can marry a kohen now because the chalitz is meaningless. Nisyabmu. And if you did yibum in that case in the tzara, Beishamai says you're kosher. That's proper. It's, in fact, that's a mitzvah. Well, Basil posts. Basil says no. It's a mamzer. That's a shachashlamok mitzvah. If you make yibum on the tzara of an erva, according to Basilo, that's erva. That's a shachashlamok mitzvah. It's chayiv kares. There's no mitzvah yibum over there. It's an isravachas ach mamzer. So what do you do? Beishamai says it's okay. Beisil says it makes a mamzer. And even though Beisil says you don't do it, mutter, and Beisil would say what? Beisil would say uh, that the kids are apostle, or in the case of Kuna, Beishamai says that uh, that they, the Chalitza does work on them to make apostle, and they say makshir for Kahuna at least, if you use the same lotion over there. Beishamai still married women from Beishilol, meaning they considered, even though Beishilol said that if you do chalitza in that case that I just outlined, doesn't pass up from coin, Beishamai still said, okay, we'll marry your people below Beishilol and Beishamai. Now Beishilol has got a problem with Beishamai because Beishamai says, you're allowed to marry the Tsar and make him over there. According to Beishilol, that's Mamzerim, but they still did not, they still intermarried with one another, like some Hasidim do today, but not all Hasidim. Why? Let's see why. Because they kept records. 
It's not that they said we're matri. Okay, since Beshama is matri, we'll marry a mamzer over here because Beshama is matri. No, they kept records. And similarly, they argued about what's tar tar, because they kept good records. And they said, okay, you shouldn't marry this one, but we can marry this one. Now we'll talk about different groups having different halachas. What's Beshama's reasoning? We've been talking about for the last, for the last two weeks about not, you, that the tzara is no good. Let's roar. Beshama says, He says, you know which HSMAs we're speaking about? The one on the outside. One who's not a pnimis, there's a there's a relative here. In other words, we're speaking about when it says the simple shot is that Yavama is not allowed to marry, she has to do Yimar Khalitza. She shouldn't just marry Stama guy without getting Yimar Khalitza first, right? That's how that's what I mean. There's two women over here. There's a chutza, there's a one who's not really related. She's just a wife of Ruben. And then there's a pnimis, there's a rel- there's a pnimis. Ruben's also married to a relative of Shimon. His Shimon's daughter, Shimon's sister-in-law, Shimon's mother-in-law, whatever, Shimon's daughter-in-law, whatever it was, there's another one there. And Hashem said, she shouldn't marry. The chutzah, the chutzah one should not be Lizar, meaning the tzara, the, the co-wife who's a chutzah, who's not related, she's just a co-wife, but she's not really related to Shimon like uh, like the other wife. She shouldn't marry on the outside, but rather she performed Yim. That's how he learns the Pesach. So he goes into what he needs the Pesach for. He doesn't know the Litzor, what he needs the Pesach for, but it's Mashma that way. He says, otherwise, you could learn Litzor. Tosa says that, um, if it wouldn't be that it was Mashma from this Pesach, that he's telling me she shouldn't. Remember, if we said before, if this Yavama, Who's what's called the Shemer Siyavim? She's waiting for Yibim. Her husband just died, and she's supposed to get Yibim from Shimon or Levi, one of the brothers. And she doesn't. She goes. She doesn't listen. She goes and marries whoever she wants. That's so. What is the is the kedushin chalanat? So simply said, it would be because she's over in a lab. We'll see. It's a It's not a kares, right? But agrees it's not a kares. But you know what? Basil says you need it for a beautiful. Our beautiful Rav is going to say later on at the end of the Masechta. I'm going to read Rav. Menayin shein kedushin tosmi Yibama. In this case, Kedushin doesn't work. That's the ones from this Pusik. That's how Rav learns. We're going to see a slide of Machlok, Shmuel holds that it does work because it's only Chai Vilavin. It's like we said today if a Kohen marries a Grusha, right? Or, right, if a Kohen marries a Grusha, the Kedushin's Chal. It's, it's, he's, he's over on an Isra, but it's, it's, it's Chal. Pardon? Because it's only love. That's right. That's what we're talking about. Okay, so it's only a love. Wouldn't be a. It wouldn't be a mamzer. But according to Rab, the kedushin is not chal. It could be there would be a mamzer. We don't hold that way. We say like Shmuel. We're suffolk. We're not sure. So we wouldn't say the kids a mamzer. And we're not sure that if, if kedushin is chal or not because kedushin normally is chal on a lav. But Rab holds in this case that kedushin is not chal. And the Chor, it could be that it would be considered a Mamzer, according to Rav. The nine chapters fought why? She can't have any being with him. It takes out the word Zar. But it, the idea is that the Kedushin doesn't work here at all. That's what, that's what Rav says, and that's what he, that's what he does with that Pasuk. Beshamay says, miksiv lachutz. It doesn't say she shouldn't be lachutz to the outside. Chutz, it's like a noun. She's a chutzah. 
and she means we're talking about that she is an outsider herself. We're talking about the tzara. There's no difference in grammar between chutza or lachutz, right? There's no difference. The keeping the chutza, it's like it says lachutz. I mean, the time we learn from over kol tevish shetzrich lamed tchilasa. If you if you word who halach lemitzrayim is the same as halach mitzrayma, right? Any word that needs a lamed at the beginning, like going hitul akasav hey v'sav, you put a hey at the end, it's the same thing. The Tanur Rishma gives an example. Gom a nasu elim is elima. Machanayim, uh, Machanayimah, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayimah, Divlasayim is Divlasayimah, Yerushalayimah, went to Yerushalayim, Midbar is the same as Midbar. Uh, I don't know about the Dargish, but that's your, that's your project. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. If it doesn't, then it's an adjective. Yeah, okay. It could yeah. Isha you know, oh, oh, you're asking if the chutza is, but yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, so then that, may, that would maybe depend on this machlok, yeah. if you know how you learn it. How does If uses the pastel, we're talking about the tsara. Hachutza here means the outside woman. The tsara doesn't mean to say shouldn't marry the But how do they know Rav Yirmi Rav's halacha that Tush is not toface by a Yavam Lashuk? Mele Ishzar, not for Lunar for Ishzar, that Le Ishzar, that he's a czar to her, that Tush is not chal. That's how we learn. Basil Nami typically means Ishzar. Sanachanami, Kurlaf Ishzar. Now, Zosil Ishzar means. That he's a stranger, he's not married to her. Right? Tell me that Yibam applies even by Arusa. I thought you said before Arusa about this case. Meaning, Yibam applies, let's say, when we said Reuben is married to a woman, but he didn't finish, he didn't consummate the marriage. Only had this one, he gave her an engagement ring. He said, All right, he didn't marry her, and he dies with no children, obviously. There's still Yibam there. Yibam works from Yibam, from Nisuan, or from Arusa, because it says, Meaning she's an outsider. She's not married to him yet. She's still an outsider. She's just an Arusa. The same thing applies there too. Okay, that's what. So they use Chutza teach me Arusa. How does Beisham I know that? Mechutza Hachutza. The extra hey teaches me even Arusa. Right? doesn't teach us anything. He doesn't learn anything there. Rabamar. Tamayu the Beishamai, the reason was, so we said, well, so what's Beishamai's reasoning? Why does Beishamai say that you do perform Yibam on the Tzara? Even according to Beishamai's hill, that would make a Mamzer, you do perform it. Why? Because they learn it from Hachutza, and not necessarily from Hachutza, but or Leish Zar, as we're saying now, that, uh, I mean, Hachutza refers to the the one the Tzara, that she shouldn't marry outside, but she should make Yibam. And the other drushas he learns out, like Rav's, Rav Yudim Rav's drusha, that the Kushan Zachal on a Yavam from Ishzar and Beisolos of that too. We don't mention over here, Tosis mentions uh, Shmuel that doesn't agree with that. In other words, we hold the Misa that if this Yavama, uh, Moshe, your question, if Yavama marries somebody without Yimar Chalitza, she doesn't, she's not religious and she doesn't care about all these rules and she just marries somebody, that Kedushan Lachar is Chal, according to, according to uh, Shmuel, and there wouldn't be a Mamsa there. Um, you know what? No Israel is different reason. Meaning, you know, there's no Isr, as we're going to explain in a minute, that there's no Isr over here of of uh, there's no Arab over here because there's two Isurim over here. This is gonna this we're gonna talk about this in the third paragraph. We mentioned it briefly. What do we mean by that? So the Gemara assumes it means this. <coughs> Listen to this. If Shimon, let's say Reuben and Shimon are married to two sisters, right? 
Okay, but they're not married yet. Who gets married first? Shimon marries first. If Shimon marries, if Shimon marries his wife, Rachel, first. So what's Leah to him? Achosisha, right? That's right. So I'm sorry, the other way around. If Reuben died, if Reuben married first, what would happen there? Reuben married, if married Leah first, what is what his sister. So okay, so uh, so that's it, yeah. In other words, if Ruben, the one who's gonna die, if he married Leah first, what is Shimon to Leah? What or what is Leah to Shimon? Okay, so Eshasach was there first, and then afterwards, when Shimon married Rachel legitimately, then it's also Leah is also a Chosisha, right? So his wife. So there you say, Enes Rechal Isser. The Isser Vachosish is not Chal on Eish Asach, because it's already also because of Eish Asach. So he says, Tenach, Eicha, the Nosameis of Ruben married first. So what was what was Leitish to Shimon? Eish Asach, Yachach Nosachai, and then Shimon married Rachel, the guy, Shimon, the survivor, the Chai, Loasi Yisra Chosisha, Vachal Isser Eish Asach. So there's never an Isser Eish Asach. In other words, he's saying, you know why? You know why there's no certain Tzara? Because there's no Tzara's Erva over here. So there's no source ever. Even if Ruben has another wife, there's not suffering ever because the Arab of Bachosisha doesn't apply. What is there? Eshesach. Eshesach is mutter because of Yibam. Yibam takes away the Eshesach. But the Isra of Bachosisha never applied during the time that they were married. Why? Because Eshesachalisr. So let's say Let's say Shimon got married first. So the Isra of Bachosisha was there first. So what are you going to say there? So there is this erva there. So she would be the tsarist erva. In other words, assuming that you hold to the pasuk litzror. So why did Beishamay? You're saying the reason why Beishamay says that there's no that there's no isra on the tsar to make yibam, and therefore there's a mitzvah because ain't isra chal isra. The isra b'chalosisha doesn't apply. There's no isra b'chalosisha, so there's no tsara. There's no tsara of the erva. But what do you mean? That only works if the Yisra of Eishasach was there first, so there's no Yisra of Achosisha. But if the Yisra of Achosisha was there first, why? Because Shimon married Rachel first. So what was Leah to Shimon when Shimon got married to Rachel? What was Leah to Shimon? Achosisha. So then, so then there is an erva there. So if there's an erva there, why shouldn't there be a tzara? The answer is keeping the law. If there's no Yisra of Eishasach Bechayel in that case, Bechayel Eishasach. Very simple. What are you saying? There's no Isser. The Isser of Eishasach cannot apply if the Isser of Achosisha was there first because of Ain Isser Chal Isser. If there's no Isser of Eishasach, there's no Mitzvah of Yivim either. If there's no Mitzvah of Yivim, there's no Tzara. As we said before, the Isser of Tzara is only B'Makam Mitzvah. Again, Kivin Delawasi Isser Eishasach B'Chayel Isser Achosisha. If there's an Isser of Achosisha first, because Shimon got married first. So, so Leah to him was a chosisha. She was a ravaka at that point. And that is who was there first. And then the Yisra of Eishasach, when Reuven married Leah, does not apply. erva. So what is it? So, it's there. so she, she is the Tzara of Erva, right? The, the, the co-wife of Reuven is the Tzara of Erva, but it's Shalom Mokim Mitzvah, because there's no Mitzvah of Eishasach. There's no Yibam. There's no Eishasach. There's no Mitzvah of Shari. Therefore, it's Mutter. So Rashi explains at the beginning, that Eishazach, there's no Isra, Enes, or Eishazach, Chalal, Bito, Shazer, or if, let's say, uh, uh, Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter. So the, there's no Isra of Eishazach, there, first Eishlovia, meaning Shimon was always ushered to his, to his daughter, right? That's his, for his, his ushered daughter. Okay, so Shimon's ushered to his Mary's daughter. When Reuben marries his daughter, there's no Isra of Eishazach. Eishazach is not Chal on 
on the Yisr of not marrying your daughter. So there's no Yisr Zach, so therefore the Tzor is Shalom Maka Mitzvah, and therefore he can marry the Tzor. That's how Beishamai will learn according to this. Yeah, right. Whether it's at the death or... or yeah, it, no, it, it wouldn't make a difference here because no matter when it is, we're saying that there was never an Yisr Zach. In other words, all the time that Reuben is married to Shimon's daughter, right? Reuben's married to Shimon's daughter, and he has another co-wife too. That's what we're dealing with. What's the story with the tsar? Yeah. Shammai says you can marry the tsar. Why? Because there was no Eshesach here at all. What do you mean? It is a, it, it, it is it is your brother's wife. Yes, but since he had, Shimon always had an Isser from birth of not marrying his daughter. So the Isser of Eshesach, when, when his brother married his daughter, there's no Isser of Eshesach because, uh, because there's the Isser of his daughter was there first. And therefore, there was no mitzvah. If there's no Yisrael there's no mitzvah of Yibam. Yibam is only on Yisrael Eishasach. There's no Yisrael of Yibam. And the Tzor is mutter. It makes no difference when it was really. There was never an Yisrael That's how he wants to learn. Now, this whole Yisrael of Ein Yisrael we're going to talk about later on Daflam and Aleph, about Yisrael of How does that work? Why don't we say in all these cases, Ein Yisrael of Why do you say that? Ein Yisrael of So the Gemara is going to talk about that later on. So that's another reason why Beishamah. But Beishamah holds, you marry the Tsar. Chaltzu, Beishamah posts on the Pshita. Obviously, Beishamah says you need even and Chalitza in the case of a Tsara. So, of course, if you have a Chalitza, she can't marry a coin. Pshita. Rabbi Yechimah is going to say in tomorrow's stop, we have Nachlok between Beishamah and Sil, right? Beishamah says you don't perform, but you do even on the Tsara. Beishamah says, no, you can't. It's going to make a Mamzer. You can't do that, right? So, Rabbi wants to make peace and says, I'll tell you what, let's, let's solve the problem. Let's just do Chalitza on them. Let's do chalitza. That solves the problem for everybody. According to Beisham, the chalitza will work. According to Beisham, you don't need the chalitza. Let's do that. says no. Even though, even though Nuri says let's make the, let's make the chalitza, but according to Beisham, the chalitza is unnecessary. It's like if you walked over and gave chalitza to some lady in the street. Is that chalitza? No, it's meaningless, right? And therefore, that's what he's teaching me. The if they make you Beisham says your apostle, that's also also lumly. Obviously, it's a monster. I did a ton of chaltz, a ton of amin siyavu. Tell us, learn over there. We just had what holiday we just performed? Megillah, right? When is the Megillah read? We learned a few months ago. Megillah is read. Nikras be'echad asar, b'shnei masar, b'shloshas asar, b'avasar b'chemishas asar. So we know here in Shlaim we read it on the fifteenth on Friday. And outside of Shlaim and other places and all over the world, uh, what do they read? On if it wasn't a walled city, on the fourteenth, right? But we all said you can read in the 11th, 12th, and 13th in the small villages, etc. Right? We had that. Not before the 11th, not after the 15th. How can we have different groups? Some do on the 11th, the 12th, the 13th, even the 14th, 15th. You shouldn't have different communities, different groups. And it's like Rashi says, it's like two different Torahs. Do you do it here? Do you do it there? People think, you know, all kinds of rules. People say, oh, that's how they, you know, when is Yom Kippur? You have different Yom Kippurs. Yeah, what are you doing here? He says, no, hi, Los is going to be by Lola Gufe. Los means we're different apart. Domrachmana, Los That means you shouldn't also cut yourself for a dead body. For if somebody died, their kin, they used to cut themselves. You shouldn't do that. Zim came, let me call Los Sigodidu. And she said, Logoto, my Los Sigodidu. Shmamina, Lahachiras is coming to teach me. You shouldn't have different groups. It's also to have different groups. Some say this is Allah, some say that's Allah. You have to pass in Allah, and you can't have different groups perform different uh, the mitzvahs differently. Maybe it's only for that drasha of you shouldn't have different groups and not for your cutting. Self with us, You shouldn't have different agudot. 
My low siskar to teach me, number one, you shouldn't cut yourself, shouldn't draw blood, make a chabura for a dead body, for a, for a dead uh, relative and not a dead body. I mean, somebody died in the family of Khman So you shouldn't do that. And number two, it also you shouldn't have different groups. So that's what Rabbi said to Rabbi regarding Purim. How can we have different groups? Some keep it on the 13th, the 14th, the 15th. He says, didn't you ever hear of this guy? So we had, we didn't you ever, why didn't you ask the Kasha on Pesachim? On Pesach, we learned that some do work on air of Pesach, Ad I'm talking about an Isser. The rabbi said, you have to lay in on the 14th and you have to lay in on the 15th below Yahweh. You can't lay in on the 16th and you shouldn't, and, uh, and they're telling you it's also to change it. And you're dumb of some rabba. I'm Rabbi the kind man poor man. This my name is Manam Harbei Tiknulam Chacham. The Chacham said the 14th and the 15th and the 13th. These people have to do this and this and this. But I'm you tell me a minute. That's a minute not to work. Some work and everything. That's a minute. I'm talking about an Isser. Obviously, it's not an Isser by Pesach. That tonight we learn the Leilos. What about on Leil Leil Yudal when we check for the Chometz? Beisham is asking you can't do work. They sold Matirin. And so you see, there's an issue there also. Amalei, Hasamarom, Amalachu, the last day. Racham says it's awesome. Basil says it's if it doesn't look like a different halacha, because Basil says you could do work. And if, they, if you follow Beshami, you don't do work. People think he doesn't have any work to do. It's not evident that way. But over here, some people reading on the 13th, some people on the 14th. What do you do with that aloha? Our aloha that we just said over here. Talk about different groups, different communities. According to Basil, Basham is making Mamzerim. Uh, right? The answer is so he says, ah, oh, that's not a kasha. We saw Rasasi. You think they really did it? Basham says you're supposed to make you you make Yibam. They didn't really follow that. They didn't make Basham. You think Basham really followed their own ruling? They wouldn't have gone again. Basil. Low also Basham make them. They didn't do it. Rabbi Yochan, no, Asu Basu. They did. Beisham, I followed their own ruling. So what are you asking me, Kasha, the different groups? There are different groups, but sometimes you're allowed to, as we'll see, they, they did. We'll look at the Rabbi Shmuel, the Rabbi Amr Lo'asu. But Rabbi says they did Lo'asu, Beisham, Yivayim, Beisham, Amr Asu. Asu, as they did. So Gemara now says, Amos, when did that take place? When did they do that? We'll see this tomorrow, Mitch, and we'll finish this discussion tomorrow about when did they follow, did they follow or not? And we're going to come out that there are different groups as long as they're not in the same bezin, as long as they're not fighting in the same bezin, but in different communities, we have different halachas, and that was later on. We'll pick that up tomorrow, Mitzvah. But there's some kolom over here you have to understand. You have to remember these kolom about this idea, especially where Rashi says that when there's no, when there's no, uh, that when there's no yibum, because the rabbi is positive, then it goes back to Eshesach of Shalom Mitzvah, or like and then there's no mitzvah at all, and that's why it falls away. Thank <laughs> you.